clutch your pearls, we're not opening with COVID. Whoever would have thought? Well, and it's pretty, it's pretty momentous too. It was an announcement that came out yesterday and we cannot really moan about the government needing to do something about housing supply, then grizzle when they come up with a solution, can we? Especially when it comes in the form of a rare bipartisan agreement with National. This is a deal that will look to allow far more homes to be built in urban areas, houses like apartments and townhouses, in suburbs where only standard houses are allowed right now. The government and National want to do that by forcing councils to have the default option of letting houses be built rather than having, oh no, no, you can't build it here, no, oh, more than my job's worth kind of an attitude. It's a can-do approach as opposed to a cannot approach. In effect, doing away with the nimbyism that is stopping so many homes being built or forcing developers into costly and time-consuming battles. There is no doubt that intensifying housing stock in a suburb can change the way it looks and feels. But there's also no doubt that we need to add more homes to our housing stock and we need to do so quickly. The announcement yesterday was met with cautious approval, although as Wellington Mayor Andy Foster told Mike Hosking this morning, he wishes councils had been consulted rather than given a fait accompli. I think what we would say to them is, you know, please talk to us, actually, because there are some implications in what you're doing. And one of those is around infrastructure, another one's around transport. So we've been carefully trying to plan a city for the next, you know, decades and 100 years in terms of the infrastructure we need to provide to support the growth. What this does is it sort of scatters that infrastructure requirement around the city. It's going to be more expensive in those terms. So we actually need to sit down and, and, and talk with government about that. Which I suppose is fair enough, I guess you know, when councils have been working on their own plans and then along comes the government and says, this is how it's going to be, it would have been good to have a bit of consultation. But, you know, for once, this government hasn't consulted for months and years and set up working groups and working parties and then gone back for more consultation. They've actually gone and done something. And for that, we need to give them credit. And indeed, we give credit to National as well for working with them rather than against them for pu- purely political reasons. This is how it will go. Every council in a Tier 1 city, cities that are Auckland, Hamilton, Tauranga, Wellington and Christchurch, places where housing stock is expensive, will be required to allow medium density housing on all residential land without resource consent. It can be up to three storeys high and feature up to three units. If councils want to, they can allow developers to be more permissive They can allow higher buildings, for example, but they're not allowed to make them less permissive. In addition, the government is also bringing forward its national policy statement on urban development by a year, and this is a separate plan that forces councils to allow more higher density housing in areas like the central city or that are in walking distance from major bus and train stations, so more apartment buildings. I understand that if you are living in a home with a backyard and a big leafy avocado tree and lovely rose gardens and you get the gorgeous sun and you've got a neighbour who's going to buy up next door, sell up to a developer and all of a sudden the family home next door gets turned into three townhouses, it is going to be a change. But families need homes. You know, we've been talking about this for such a long time. And it's critical 
housing is more than a roof over your head. It's a stake in the ground. It's a place in the community. It's one school that kids can go to. It's feeling a part of the country rather than being separate from it. It's, it's security. It's peace of mind. And we've got in the area where I am now, there's a lot of Kaingaora developments, and that's absolutely the kind of medium density housing that we're going to see in more suburbs. And I'm all for it. They're done nicely. And instead of an area having four houses where four families live, there's now 24 houses where 24 different arrangements of families can live and know that they can put their head down on the pillow and they can stay there for as long as they want. So I'd love to hear from those of you who are either looking for a home, whether you think this is going to make a difference, is it going to make a difference quickly enough for you. For those of you in suburbs where this sort of development has already taken place, thinking Pukekohe, for example, you know, that has just grown exponentially. Point Chev in Auckland, that has grown exponentially. Has it worked for you? Have you been able to accommodate more homes, more families coming into your area? Love to talk with you on this. This is a really important piece of legislation, and it's bold and it's daring, and I applaud the government and National for trying to come up with a tangible way to get more people into homes.